the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in to KSLR. I appreciate them. And also remember that Freedom 6, 1160 a.m. at 1 p.m., the show will be on there then also. Dear Heavenly, let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Let this day be a great day for each and every one of the listeners as they grow and learn. Help them to take control of their decisions, take control of their desires and emotions. Help them be the best they can be. Help them give 100% in, in everything they do. I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day, and I ask it in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I tell you, and I've, I've had a lot of response um, also on Facebook, the Cornerstone uh, taped me. I'm on the door uh, toward uh, Stone Oak at Cornerstone. I'm a greeter. I'm a concierge. I take people and I answer questions. But I give 110%. I guess I'm an overachiever. I mean, I want to be the best I can be. I want to do the most I can do. And, you know, life's short. Why don't we do the best and be the best we can be in this short amount of time? And I've come across something that really inspired me the last couple of weeks. The greatest thing we can produce is character. Everything else can be taken away from us. But our character, do we tell the truth? Do we treat people right? Do we do the best we can be? And, I mean, you're not going to please everybody. I mean, I've learned more and more lately that – uh, there's very few people that you can really, truly trust, really, truly love, really, truly be the best you can be. But I want to reach out. I love making people smile at the church, getting them ready for church. I love teaching. I love helping people understand what's going on because, you know, just like I showed you in this magazine, and it's on Facebook Live. We're on Facebook, Randy Adams. You might want to watch us. And it says right there, and it, and it says, Greatest, great things in business are accomplished by a well-trained team. Who's your coach? And now they're talking to dealers. They're not talking to you, the individuals. And I catch some flack because the dealers are not happy with me. You know, they, they don't want you to have an even playing field. Now, they want one when they go buy something. Hey, Bubba, I want the best product. I want the best price. I want to deal with the owner. I want a free lifetime warranty, which ain't nothing free. You know how that goes, especially in the car business. And so they want the best when they're buying something, but they don't want you to know the secrets. They don't want you to get any advancement, any change, anything that they can they they can't win on because the more in the dark you know, the less you know, the more gullible you are. You know, they can push your button and, and hammer you so hard. Good morning, Sharon and uh Bo and uh Connie and so uh and Johnny and so you know, they they understand how to push your button. But there's people and we're getting fewer and fewer. There's some old-time wholesalers, some old-time people that want to tell the truth, want to be right, want to take care of you. You know, as a wholesaler, I want my customers to come back. I want my dealers to come back. I want to leave a little room so they can make money so they'll come back. If you hammer hammer somebody, but not in the retail business. You know, it's kind of funny. People continue to go back to the same dealer, and they're in a trap. I've talked to several people this week that we're, I'm trying to help them, trying to give them options, but they're hammered so bad. One lady's in a Buick. 
She owes almost seventeen thousand on this worth seven grand. She bought it a year ago. Now, how can you be ten thousand upside down, not put no miles on the car, drive it very little, and be ten thousand upside down? Well, you know, when she walked in there, they easy prey. Women are easy prey. You know, they you smile at them and tell them, I love you, and I'm going to take care of you, and this is the best deal for you, and, you know, you're not going to find anything better, and uh, don't worry about interest rate. You're going to have the best interest rate. Well, now, in the car dealer magazines, they said, do not say best, because you know what? A week later, two weeks later, they look at the contract, and they almost pass out when they got that 10, 15, 20% interest rate. I had another gentleman. Bought one from a big independent used car lot, and man, he's he's paying eighteen percent. Here his his score was eight twenty. He deserved three four percent. He could get that at Walmart anywhere he wants to go, anywhere he wants to shop. He can get a lot better interest rate. But I don't know. We want convenience. We wanna we wanna believe that you know these car dealers. Hey, and the big car dealer that's trying to buy the world, and I've known him 25 years, old John, he's a good guy. He's he's the way he is on radio. He's crazy. I like him. But anyway, and so he'll tell you, all retailers are liars. And that's what he says. I don't say that, but that's what he says. So, you know, you walk into these dealerships, and you don't know what you're doing. Even the people that have retired the last 10 years can't walk in there and compete with the new schooling and the new ways and what's going on. But what are, or what are we expecting? What do we really expect out of a car dealer? Years ago, we expected the truth, but we, we can't expect that anymore. Very, very few. 10%, I would say will tell the truth. Even the good dealers in the F&I department will hammer you and hammer you hard. You better be educated. You better understand. And and when I send them to my good dealers and the, and the few people that will tell the truth, and I can get you a brand-new Cadillac, Lincoln, uh, GMC, Buick, Dodge, Jeep, delivered to your door, and you don't have to fight the F&I people. The best price and and I, you want a brand new unit, and I buy your unit, and if they'll outbid me, they'll they'll give it to you. In fact, there was a they had a place to go with the last trade that I'd helped people get in a brand new Lincoln for them, and uh, so they were uh, actually north side of uh, Austin. They're listeners of mine, and so I helped them get a new Lincoln, and I bought. I was going to buy their trade. Well, they needed that vehicle, so they gave more money. We got a caller online. Thank you for calling. Hey, I forgot to give the number. Oh, no, they hung up. The phone number here is 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. Give us a call. Love to talk to you. But anyway, and so... They gave more money than I did for the trade, so they kept the trade. They had a place to go with it. They had a customer fart. They they needed it, and they stepped up. But if you want a brand-new vehicle delivered to your door at the best price, don't have to fight the F&I department, follow my system, get everything ready, do everything that you need, and, and that way you'll save a lot of money. I've delivered a lot of cars. We delivered one to, uh, to Louisiana the other day for a lady. So, you know, we want you to be ready, willing, and able, but we want you spiritually, mentally, physically ready to go. Today's lesson's on Acts 3, and we're going to talk a little bit about it. We're going to talk about talk to Carlos. How you doing today? We haven't heard from you in a while. You, you back from Mexico? You back yes, from sir. Good. good. You know, How I, you doing? I hope you, I hope you feel much better right now. I bro. feel great. I feel like a new man. And I want to say thank you to the radio station for Oh yeah, aren't they sweethearts? Hey, when I started first started again, nobody would take me. I guess they scared to lose their their people that were advertising with them. I don't know, but yeah, I had one station finally let me in the door, and then the, the rest of them heard the message, and they've been letting me in. Yes, sir, Carlos. The, the reason I asked you yesterday, remember about the couple I told you they put a down payment in a. So older people, they put a big down payment, 30000 a brand new Mustang GT in January. Right now, they went to CarMax. The point is they, they have a balance in the, in the, they have a balance 
in the car, you know, he wants to trade in, but they still own money in the car. Could you explain little by little, when you finance a car, sir, because these people listen to you, the car, the most that's supposed to be $50,000, they put $30,000 down, but right now they own still $33,000 when they finance this. Uh, wow, they must have hammered... <laughs> Sixty something thousand for a Mustang GT. Well, they must have. They must have charged them a lot for gap, a lot for extended warranties, a lot of something. Because, I mean, I thought the new car, the new Mustangs were about forty five thousand plus tax. So, I mean, they might have got. They snuck them. Sound like they got to them for about fifteen thousand dollars, ten to fifteen thousand dollars. And so, but see, the car's probably worth about what they owe on it. And so now, in order, they're going to lose that big down payment. That's part of the okay. game if you're not prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle. Because, number one, they bought something that maybe their feelings or emotions wanted, you know. And, and, and we're expecting something different. And maybe we need to go rent a car like that before we buy one and rent it for a week. I don't know, because they probably jumped into something they're not used to or something they've never owned before. Exactly. My question is, he went to CarMax. We send these people, you know, with all respect to all the new car stores. And uh, they, they went over there and they said, well, we're going to make the payoff. Let me ask you a question, sir. They're supposed to finance the car for five years. If they make the payoff Monday or tomorrow, well, today or Monday, today they're supposed to take all the finance charges or they, can, they have to apply it again. Well, there's finance charges. They're, they're supposed to be dropped. Interest rate stops. Uh, they can get some money back on the extended warranty. The, the gap stops. They get some money. But you're not going to get it all back. You're going to get a little bit back. So the purchases they made, they're, it's going to cost them money. And so that's why you need to be ready before you buy something like that, mentally ready to understand exactly what you're doing. We want people to have an even playing field. We want dealers to make money, uh, you know, and the guys with no overhead can sell one cheaper. The guys with a lot of overhead have to make more money in order to keep the overhead every month. And, I mean, these new car dealerships are a million and a half, two million, going to two million a month. And, and, and that deal. Well, same way with the big used car operations. It takes them a million and a half a month to open, and they don't have a parts department, a service department, or paint and body shop to also to bring in revenue. So these people have got to see exactly, they need to go to exactly where they're, they've got it financed at and say, with a payoff, let's say Monday, Tuesday, what would the payoff be in that, that those days? The problem is, a lot of these new car dealers, if you trade it in, they drag their feet. Of course, that costs them money because they've got to pay off. And a lot of them don't send the money in right away. So they need to strip it down exactly what their payoff is, know exactly what their vehicle's worth. You know, if you take it to sell, like CarMax or me or a lot of people or my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, because I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so find out what your vehicle's worth before you go to trade, because you need to be prepared. You're, you need a game plan. Car dealers have a game plan. They know what they're doing. They know what the plan is. They know how to operate. But you don't, and you're walking into one of these situations, and you don't know what your trade's worth. You don't know what the possibilities. You don't know if you can sell it on your own or trade in. What's the tax advantage on trade in? When you're talking about thirty, thirty-five thousand dollar car, tax savings is huge on it. So you've got to know if you can sell it to somebody and do a pass through. A pass through is where you get your car sold, and the dealer will wholesale it to the guy. Now I've got. I've got some dealers. I've got one dealer I've been doing business with since 1977. A friend of mine called me and said, Randy, I want you to have my uh, Toyota because you've always liked it. He had a Tacoma, a little crew cab, but it's got a lot of miles on it. It had 150,000 miles, but it was super nice. I know how he takes care of a car. Well, he wanted a brand-new Ford, and he wanted a red one. He wanted a 4 by 4 and he wanted this, 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 this. Well, several dealers I dealt with had them. And so I called this one dealer, and I told him, I said, I'm giving you this deal, and, and uh, I'm, I want to trade. He said, great, and, and, and it, everything was coming together. And then they called me back and said, general manager said you can't have the Tacoma. 
I said it's 160, almost 150, almost 160,000 mile unit. Why would y'all want to keep it? We're not going to let you have it. He said you can't have it. So I pulled the deal and I took it to another Ford dealer and they let me have the trade. I let them have the deal. I help people out. But some of these dealers, if they won't let me have the high mileage trade or if they won't work with me, hey, they're too greedy. And most dealers are too greedy. Most, especially new car dealers, they look for every avenue to make money. So they, you need to strip this deal down. Make sure these people are buying the vehicle they really want. Evidently, they jumped into this GT. It's not doesn't fit their budget, doesn't fit their family, doesn't fit comfort and size and carrying everybody they need to carry. So they need to probably need to go to Enterprise and rent a car to drive it a week or so to understand if that fits their needs and what they want. But strip it down, call the place where you're trying to get, you know, where that's financed right now and find out what the payoff is in a week or two. Okay. No, Carmel, they treat him very nice. You know, I send him over there and they treat him super nice. The only people, the question for us was, like you just answered, it's, uh, you know, when you have a, you have, you have a balance and leave it, all the financials, they add it. When you pay before the date, you're supposed to pay in six, five years. They're supposed to discount that money for you, correct? Yeah, but the problem is you paid for extended warranty. You paid for gap. You paid for all that other stuff. And so what's going to happen is that you're going to get a payoff, and then you need to contact the, the warranty people about getting a refund, the gap people about getting a refund. And so, you know, you're, you're going to have... Uh, you're going to have those charges, and you're going to try to get that charge back because in that finance figure, you've got you've already paid for extended warranty, you've already paid for gap, and so okay. you strip it out. But that those figures that you paid for are still in there. Then you have to go to the people that you that bought the gap and say, "Hey, I'm no longer have the car. Uh, I need to cancel the gap." How much money have I got coming back? I'm canceling extended warranty. The bad part about that Mustang, they bought it new. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay, yes, so now they bought it new. That extended warranty they never used. They probably don't have 36,000 miles on the Mustang. So the factory warranty was in use, but they should get all, in my opinion, all the money back on the extended warranty, but they won't. They'll charge them quite a bit for having the extended warranty on a warranty that wasn't even in use. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yes, sir. Yeah, have only 9,000 miles, yes. Yeah, well, 9,000 miles, that was all under factory warranty. Here they got extended warranty. So many people either wrecked the car, don't need it, can't make the payments or something. They got this extended warranty on there, and they, they don't need it. I, that's why I say buy extended warranty when you got 34,000, 35,000 miles, and, and if you decide you want one, and you decide, oh, well, I'm going to keep the car. Make sure. I had a lady tell me she bought an extended warranty with 30,000 miles on the car and intending to trade in a year. I said, the car won't even have 40,000 miles on it, you know, in that short amount of time. So, she, you know, she's, she's wondering what to do. I said, don't spend that money. That's, she, threw, she threw away, thir, uh, I think, 3,500 on extended warranty and, and with the intentions of trading in a year. So, you know, we've got to stop and think, what am I doing? What's the future? What am I going to do in the future? What am I expecting out of this dealership? What am I expecting out of this car? Well, our expectations, sometimes we get in a lull. I think the American people have gotten into a situation where payments are okay, and payments are not okay. And owing too much on my car is just like everybody else. I expect to be that way. Well, you st well, don't expect to be that way. Expect to be the best you can be. Uh, best kind of car is a paid-for car. And so, you know, look at every avenue you're going. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the easy process on buying a car. But we should do this. Hey, start on your next purchase if it's next year. Start right now. Talk to people. Do you like your car? Does it fit your family? How many people fit in the back seat? That Mustang GT, you, you can barely put two small children in the back seat. You can't, you know, can't hardly put their, their carriers in there because there's not enough room. 
you know, insurance is high if you get a speeding ticket. Boy, the insurance companies will just hammer you on insurance then. And if you get two tickets, it even gets worse. And the third ticket, they won't insure you. So, I mean, yes. there's so many different options on a vehicle, so many different things that you and, and you got to think about and understand on that purchase. And I'm sorry they bought a GT Mustang. You know, it fits young people. It fits, you know, people who are retired. There's a, I, I pulled up next to a high-dollar GT Mustang, a Shelby 500 the other day, and the people were about my age, and they were enjoying their GT Mustang. He was. And she didn't look real happy, but he did. And so, you know, it's roared and it's cool and it looks great. But, hey, you know, there's two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford, and this man can afford it, you know. I mean, it's just like I've got buddies that own 20 and 30 cars, and most of them are antiques. And people say, well, what's he doing with all those cars? Hey, he can afford it. Take my advice, do whatever your little heart desires. If that pushes your button, get whatever you desire. If you can afford it, I think you ought to own whatever you can afford. Yeah, the payments is, after they put 30000 the payments is 475 Well, you know, uh, I see that the average payment right now they're putting in the car dealer magazines is like six fifty. What has happened? You know, it's a miracle wow. they're they're waking up all of a sudden they're looking at six fifty a month payments. You know that how do you retire? How do you help people? How do you bless other people when the payments and I've seen payments on trucks nine fifty, a thousand, eleven hundred a month. And let me tell you something, let me give you a quick market report. High dollar diesels, high miles are are dropped. They drop three to four grand on the market. And they're not as easy as they were to sell. I think the public has figured out, hey, I'm riding around in this eighty thousand dollar truck hauling air in the bed, don't hire nothing. It looks like new, you know. Never pull a trailer, you know. I told a buddy of mine the other day, I said, as little bit as you need a truck, rent a truck or buy you a trailer and put your trailer hitch on your sport utility to haul a little bit of stuff around. I said, you, you're, you're, want, you're thinking about buying an $80,000 truck to use it, you know, twice a year or something like that? we got to think in the future. we got to think what makes common sense, not let our desires, our emotions, and, you know, and keeping up with the Joneses make our purchases for it. Because, you know, if we let our eyes and our emotions buy something, old back pocket national may not be able to handle it. So, yes, they, they got that payment. They should have looked at that. They, you know, some great salesman put a deal together. Some great salesman convinced them it was easy. All you got to do is worry about the payment. And then the insurance, a lot of these insurance companies give you six months on a sports car just to see how you drive. And then the next six months, no matter how you drive, no tickets, no nothing, perfect, they go up. Now they got an app to put in your phone or on your car. They'll tell how you drive drive so they'll know if they need to keep insuring you or not big brother's watching yeah hey big brother's gonna put us a foot if they get a chance they're gonna have us an uber they're gonna have us on autonomous cars and they're gonna own the cars and we're gonna have an app and we're gonna have to push the button and say hey you know come pick me up take me to work or take me out to eat or take me to the grocery store that's what they're trying to do. And also, in the next two weeks, I'm going to tell you what the new greatest deal out there is. And it's for millenniums. They're studying millenniums. They're studying people. They're studying retired people. And they're working on a way of taking, making everything convenient. I'm going to make everything convenient for you. Give me one price, and I'll take care of the car, insurance, everything. It's a new deal, and it's going to happen. A lot of people say, oh, that's not good. It's going to work. It's because they're thinking about convenience and everybody wants convenience just like that customer bought that mustang gt he thought with that big down payment it'd be so easy it's not easy when you're still making the payments and the insurance goes up could you give us your telephone number please? yeah carlos my phone number is 830-708-4789 give me a call if you want to sell anything i buy the good the bad and the ugly if you need help I help so many people. I give people options. I tell them what their car's worth, what they should do, how they should handle it. You know, I had a guy wanting to sell his car, and I said, why? You need a you need a spare car for your family. Yeah. I said, it's worth more to you than, than on the market. Just, you know, 
keep it and use it for a spare car. Put it, get rid of the the high dollar insurance. Just get basic insurance, and you know, keep it up and running. And you've got a spare car because you've got two children driving and y'all driving and about to go to college. This, that, and the other. You need a spare car. So I give people options to understand. So Carlos, I want to thank you for calling. We're about to take a break. God bless you. Thank you. Keep helping those people, and I hope your mom's doing good in Mexico and your family. God bless you. Hey, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back on Facebook in about three or four minutes. Uh, I've got a good message today on Acts 3, if you want to look that up. that's You're going to say, well, how did Acts 3 fit in the car business? I'm going to explain how it fits in the car business. Yeah, are you lame? Are you are you lame and can't do anything? Are you got your head down? You don't have your head up? Well, God bless you. We're going to be here to explain some things to you, and maybe they'll work, maybe they won't. But let me see if I can open your eyes, get you, get you understanding what is going on in your life and in the car business. God bless you, San Antonio. Hey, go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Text somebody. We've got uh, we got about 25 more minutes, and we'll, we'll take about a four-minute break. We'll be right back. God bless you, San Antonio. Hey, forgive everybody. Now, back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. Again, this is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless each and every one of you. Uh, we had a great caller with Carlos, and I tell you, I've seen so many people lately this. You know, what's expectations? Expectations, we expect people to tell the truth. We expect to get a good deal. We we listen to all these commercials, and everybody advertises, and they just promise the moon, and, oh, it's going to be great. And, and I hear so many commercials now. I found the perfect car. It was so easy, and this, that, and the other. And I know that dealership. It's not that away. No dealership's easy right now. Well, except for the ones that when I set you up and it's, you know, we get it delivered to your door, and you got three days to turn it back. Right now, there's a lot of used car, big used car dealers that are trying their best and make it convenient, and you can bring it back if you're unhappy or anything else like that, you know. And so they, you, so you'll understand exactly what's going on. They're begging for business. They need the business. They're thinking here. Here's the key. They're thinking you're not going to bring it back because your family sees you're driving a new car. And then embarrassment, you know, I, I took it back. Uh, your neighbors see you're driving a new car. Your kids, your friends, everybody sees you're driving something different. And you know how people, we love have a conversation. Well, how do you like it? And what would you pay for it? And this, oh, I got a great deal. I, I, I had a guy that bought a truck from a big independent used car dealer association dealership and so he was bragging about it and bragging about it went on and on and on hey and let me open the lines here 210-340-9585 no dumb questions 210-340-9585 so he was bragging about oh man i made the best deal in the world i heard that thing i heard it for about two or three weeks and he was bragging in front of another guy that's good friends of ours, mutual friends, you know. And I said, well, let's look up and see if they didn't happen to buy your vehicle at the auction. So we pulled it up and found the exact same miles when he bought it, the exact color, and the price was about 5000 less than what he paid. He quit bragging about it. He finally, you know, I, I often talk about, you know, the the truth is clear, but the ability to understand is imperfect. Do we listen to the salespeople? Or do are we convinced ourselves? Do we sell ourselves? How easy is it to sell yourself? Salesmen are easy to sell, you know, but the problem is they understand the game. They got a game plan. They understand what's going on. But they you know, they they buy by their emotions. Everybody buys by their emotions. But I mean how quick do you let your emotions control your purchasing? How quick do you do you pull the trigger? You know, I mean, I know people, and I know people in my family. You know, if they want something, wham, they buy it. I look at something, I think about it, and it 
drives my wife crazy. I, you know, she said, well, you think about buying so-and-so? I said, yeah, I'm going to think about it a few days. A few days passed, she said, what do you decide? I said, I'm still thinking about it. You know, I'm weighing it up. Do I need it? Will I use it? You know, is it worth the money? What will it be worth if I don't want it? Can I sell it or anything? You know, and it, they know there's certain cars that I really, really like. And somebody will say, well, you ought to buy it for yourself. Well, let me think about it. I'm not sure. You know, I want to pay the insurance, have it in a garage, upkeep. You know, how much will I drive it? How much will I enjoy it? How much do I have time for it? You know, we've got to think about that GT we're talking about, Carlos was just talking about. Did it fit those people's family? Did, did you know? Did they have two small kids in the in the last six months? They jumped up in size or not or what? You know, we've got to think about the future. We've got to think of what what we're doing, what we're spending, how it's going. You know, so and we're going to talk about Acts three. Peter and John was coming up to the temple and at the time of prayer, and they they had everybody had three different times they were praying, and there was a lame man from birth. He was lame. When did you become lame? What what is your weaknesses? From birth, we all have weaknesses. There's things we can't do. There's things that's not, you know. So what are we weak at? And that's where we're lame at. This guy couldn't walk. He was lame there. He could think. He could talk. He could see. But he was lame and walking. What are you lame at? You weren't lame at what you're doing? You know, are you lame at making bad decisions? Or do you put enough effort in it? Or do you want those people that jump up on Saturday morning and go to the first dealer and buy one? You know, buy whatever you think. So this man was lame every day, and he, he but he was smart enough, and he had people, can, the dedication of people taking him to the, to the gate of beautiful, and it was in front of the temple. So here he had dedicated people getting him there. He was positioned right, but he had his head down. How do are you got your head down when you're going in to buy a vehicle? You know we're we're excited by the presentation of the dealership. We're excited about getting a different vehicle. We've got all these emotions flowing through us as fast as we can, and we still are in a different mode. We're still looking down. We're still expecting the truth, but we'll take, we'll settle for anything. I'll settle for a payment. I'll settle for a big figure here. I'll settle for all of this. Are you settled on what you're, what you're thinking about? Are you settled on your last purchase? Well, that's, that's when Peter and John said, look at us. They wanted their attention. That's attention in the presentation of the dealerships. Oh, man, they're so great. The presentation of the car, it looks so great. Here's the key. I got news for you. It'll never look any better. Especially, I mean, you ever fall in love at first sight? Well, there's some there's some women I fell in love with at first sight, but that didn't work. So anyway, uh, you fall in love with a vehicle at first sight. That's the best it'll ever look. I mean, they got it shined up. They got the lights right. The presentation presentation but you know we're looking down at a vehicle when we ought to be looking up what's the positive what's the future what will it be worth in three to five years <coughs> we got to be give it all that you know and so finally this lame man gives him his attention and just like the good lord's done to me change my heart might take me from a taker to a giver he changed my heart. He changed this man's attitude with a miracle healing. You don't think there's no miracles around? Oh, man, I'm, there's still miracles happening. I was a miracle from a rotten person to a better person. How's that? I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm still in that, uh, you know, 24, 25 years of growing and learning and expanding and trying to be the best I can be and trying to give 110%. So they gave him the name of Jesus. They gave him faith. They've given me. I want to be that person that opens your eyes, gets you to think outside the box. I want to be that person that says, hey, you know, Jesus Christ changed my life. He'll change your life. He'll change the way you buy. He'll change the way you look at things and, and look at people and treat people. And that that's it, you know. So the, if you're if you're really ready 
to walk in peace, walk in joy with the changes of your life, taking pride, greed, selfishness, and keeping up with the Joneses out of your thinking, out of your purchases, out of your emotions, and not let anybody else bring them to you, cause you to think that way. I want you in complete control when you walk into these dealerships. I want you in complete control if you come see me. I want you to make that decision. This is what I need. This is what, you know. I sold a, a couple that I've sold several units to over the last few years for their son. You know, I told them about this unit. I thought it would fit them. And it wasn't what they wanted. It didn't, you know. But after searching for three weeks, they came by my lot to go to somewhere else, looked at it, drove it, realized money, factor, size, everything fit them. Well, you know, it finally dawned on them. But they, it took three weeks for them to look, change, and figure out where they were at and what they were doing and what to do. So at least they went through this time to see exactly what to – you know, I struggle with purchases. I struggle with what I want. I struggle with the emotions. But I stop and think – I've learned with patience. And because I didn't have patience certain times in my life, it cost me. It cost me a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort. But I want to give back. I want to be your mentor. I want you to understand what's going on. we got an open line. we got some minutes left, 210-340-9585. But, see, we're all lame in something. I'm lame in a lot of areas in my life. But I try to be the best at the at the areas that I'm not lame in, I'm I'm better at. I want to reach up to that next level. I want to be the best. I want to give 110%. I went to a businessman's uh, conference. I was a I'm a partner with TD Jakes because I listen to TJ TD Jakes a lot. And there was about 3,000 people there, and there was 11 speakers this one day. It was an all-day event. I got there super early. I was ready. I was wanting to listen to T.D. Jakes because he owns seven businesses. He's a very successful man. He can live on his book sales. And I'm working on my books, folks. I'm getting closer. I'm doing better. I'm trying to get those books ready. And so his book sales he can live on. Well, I'm thinking I'm going to see him. They had 11 people who are super, super rich. And what was their message? Their message was, I'm not normal. I'm excellent. I give 110%. Everybody else around me was giving 60 and 70%. They're thinking they're normal. Is that your lane? You think you're normal? You think the things you do is okay? Are you examining your, your, your decisions, your actions? You know, that could be a part of your lane. You think you're normal, and you're okay, and you're not going to put the effort in. Nobody else putting effort. Why should I put an effort in? Just like being concierge at the uh, concierge at the church. I wanted to be the best I could be. I want to reach out there. I want to make people feel better. Why? Because I'm an encourager. My mother was an encourager. She encouraged me constantly to be the best I can be. I'm trying to encourage you to make better decisions, to be the best you can be. Put 110% effort. You know, life's short. Here I am, 70 years old. Man, my life has zipped by. I can't believe how fast it's gone. So I've got 10, 12, 15 years left. I want to be the best I can be. I want to enjoy every day. I want to grow and understand I want to understand what makes me tick, what makes the buyers tick, what makes the sellers tick. I want to put it all together so you understand. You need a – hey, you remember even playing field. They don't want you to have an even playing field. They've got pros. they got owners. they got classes. I mean, i got emails blitzed all week about classes, being a better teacher, making more money, how to sell people, how to sell them quicker, how to make them happy and make more money, make them think that they're making the greatest deal in the world. I get those emails every day. I get there's classes. You can go to YouTube. I told you before. Go to YouTube and look up how to sell a car, how to close a deal, this, that, and the other. You're going to see at least 150 classes that are taught to salespeople. Of course, they don't want to tell you about going to YouTube and looking at that. 
but maybe you get a little prepared. Maybe you can understand a little more what I'm trying to teach you, what I'm trying to show you, what's going on in the car business. Because I got news for you. They're looking for new avenues. That new avenue is called Clutch. The new avenue is there's a figure. Now, the dealers are going to make more money, and, and this is a big deal. And then, of course, Clutch, who's owned by a large corporation, they're going to make about $75 a month off the vehicle. So you're paying that $75. You're paying more profit to the dealer. and so, But it's a way of future for convenience. And, you know, you're not going to have to put tires on a car. You're going to be able to switch cars. So, you know, if you're tired of this, you want a truck for a while, they'll put you in a truck. If you want to back in the SUV, they'll put you on a car, they'll put you in a car. All you do is pay for gas, not maintenance or nothing else. So that's the wave of the future of convenience. Everything's going toward convenience, and you'll see it. And it's going to get more and more every day. I'm trying to get you prepared for that situation, trying to get you to see where convenience is going to cost you a lot of money. And I'm talking about, you know, they're telling us on this new deal that we'll make 300 a month on the, on the vehicle. And we'll still take care of it. Insurance is included. Maintenance is included. Uh, breakage is included. If transmission goes out, you get you another car. Keep going. Keep paying. Maybe a little more if you go up, maybe a little less if you go down. But the dealers are always going to make money. There's nothing free in the car business, nothing free. And so we, we want you to understand that you're going to pay one way or another. You know, this, oh, I bought this car and it had a lifetime warranty. Yeah, but on the contract, you're going to pay a bunch of money for extra money on it. Hey, give us feedback on Facebook if you like our show or don't like our show. And tell 20 people I want, if you like my show, my pay is, tell 20 people, I want to buy your car, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're right now, we're working on a corporation with uh, 2,000 vehicles we want to buy. We're buying and dispersing. Working on another company that has 3,000 a year. So, I mean, there's, we're working on so many different deals, but we'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell 20 people to listen to my radio show. Tell 20 people to go to my website, learn to buy and sell cars.com. And if you want to sell me your car, give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. Got a gentleman that needs to get a van out of his yard. And I'm picking it up. Uh, I think I'm going to make arrangements to pick it up. Buying him, paying him a little something. But you know what? I think I'm going to give the van away. It doesn't run. It's got some issues. It's old. But I, I have a lady that could live in it. Yeah, she could live in it because she's living in a camper on the back of a truck. So I'm thinking very seriously about giving her this van to live in, to sleep in. It's amazing what's out there just around us. I mean, in this city, the people in need, in, in the surrounding areas, the people in need. There's so much need out there. And if we get out and help somebody, it's, it's well worth every, every dime that you spend. And, and she needs the help. There's people out there that need the help in, the, in their automobiles. So many people owe too much money. They got into this payment, the insurance went up, and now they're, they're scrambling to make insurance payment and the car payment. It probably, you know, I hate to say it, but I can walk down my church uh, parking lot and pick out the ones who owe too much money on their vehicle. And I know they're buried. And I see people pull in with paper tags where they bought the vehicle, and I know the deal there. They they went in owing way too much money. They bought something that won't last, you know, and, and depends on how you take care of it and how you drive it. Are you lame in the weakness in your life of understanding? Are you lame in making the right decisions? Are you lame you let somebody sell you something that you can't afford? Yeah, are you listening to to the experts that are dressed nice? Oh yeah, the, the way people dress, you know. And I want you comfortable coming in my car lot, and and that's the way I feel. And I want to be comfortable with you. I don't I don't put on you know. There's a lot of them that you got to wear a suit and a tie, 
And why is that? Because they want them to look professional. Professional thieves. That's what I, I call them, professional thieves, because they'll take hair hide and all, leave you astray, and they'll convince you that you've made a great deal and you haven't. You know, I want you to know what your vehicle's worth. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com, describe your vehicle. I'll buy it. I'll make you an offer. Love to have it. Uh, so uh, I want you to understand on the next vehicle, number one, go get your credit rating. Go to ftc.gov, ftc.gov, get your credit rating. So many people don't know what their score, their score is. That's a government safe deal. Know what your score is. Look at your score. Study your score. Get every bit of it that you can get. And, and understand exactly what you're doing. Clean up your credit. Get your credit score as low as you uh, as high as you can, so you can get your your interest rate as low as you can. Talk to five or six banks, credit unions. Tell them about what you're going to do, what their interest rate's going to be, what your total note's going to be, what you're expecting to do. After that. Hey, after you've got your banking all lined up, hey, and if they offer the same rate that your other bank is giving you, go with them. Leave that avenue open with your old bank for emergencies. Get a new avenue, a new stream of lending. So after you made those purchases, after you've got that all lined up, talk to your mechanic. So many people, and I've got the best JAG mechanic in the country, Victor. Uh, friend of mine bought a Jaguar, didn't have a Jag mechanic. Not everybody will work on a Jag. Nobody, you know, mechanics are just like everybody else. They want to work on what they want to work on and what they enjoy working on and what they like. And so, you know, I told him, I said, yeah, I got to hook you up with Victor because you need it. Hey, and, and if you're a young man, Victor wants to train you. He needs a helper at his at his mechanic shop. So give me a call. I'll hook you up with Victor. If you want to learn, if you want to grow, you want a great opportunity, you want to work on Jaguars and Mercedes, all kinds of cars, give me a call and I'll hook you up with Victor. He's looking for somebody who's energetic, wants to learn, wants to grow, and wants to work. And so there's a great opportunity. You know, mechanics are great. I mean, they're always productive. They can always fix things. And and it's a great opportunity. It's a great lifestyle. It's a great uh, way of making a living. So after you've got, you've talked to your mechanic, your body shop. I walked into a parts store not long ago. And I said, you got this part? Oh, we got plenty of them. They go out all the time. I said, all the time? They said, all the time. We got plenty of them. Well, there's certain parts. Going. The good part about it is it's cheap to replace. It's cheap to fix. So that helped out. So you got to understand what you're going to work on. Parts, oddball size on tires. You wouldn't believe there's some tires that cost a lot more money than the other tires. And tires are not cheap anymore. Batteries are not cheap anymore. Everything goes up. Name a living expense the last 10 years it has gone down. Nothing's go down. Everything's gone up. Has wages stayed up with that? Car prices are just ex- exploding. They continue to go up. They're trying to build more. It's going to cost more money to, to transportation. So the government's going to figure out a way. We're going to figure a way how we can move everybody around and not cost any money. Millenniums are going to go for it. I guarantee you. Now, they don't mind standing on the corner for an hour to catch a bus. Maybe so. I don't know. Maybe they're going to get that system better. But we need more the transportation. Hey, we need to fire the guy that has the lights, does the lights on 281. He either lives on Barkfeld or Bulverde because he, he blocks the traffic. They don't know how to get these lights going. 281 ought to be the main affair, and the, all these side streets, they 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 cater to them instead of 281. Y'all have got the traffic messed up because where do you live? I think you're living on one of those streets that you're honoring over them. So after you've talked to your mechanic, you've talked to body shop, you've talked to parts house, talk to people that own that vehicle. Would you buy another one like it? Do you like it? What kind of mileage you get? What have you spent money on? What broke? You know, do you want to sell that one? If Just in case you're interested, you know. After you've heard all the bad, then maybe if you're still interested in it, you can buy it 
you know. So talk to everybody. I have, I've had some people call in lately said, I need a good $2,000, $3,000 car. Uh, I run across them every once in a while, but that's a pretty tough, you know, situation to feel. So I said, ask everybody around you. Some people asked a neighbor, yeah, I want to sell that car. I'll take $2,000 for it. They called me, and they said, hey, he'll take $2,000 for the car. I said, well, if you don't buy it, sell it to me or tell them I'll buy it, one of the two. I said, that's a good deal. That will fit your situation. You need to buy the car. And as you're buying it, tell them, hey, we're buying it as is. We're still going to be neighbors. We're still going to be friends because I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes you expect expectations are too big for a vehicle you've never had any problem but he got the best use out of it you're buying it a lot cheaper money a lot cheaper so you're not you're expecting this car to keep going forever hey what man makes brakes hey you know man will mess it up and man don't want it to last forever he wants a new one don't don't you know your husband wants a new truck every other year or your wife wants a new vehicle Everybody wants to change. They want to change, but they don't want to pay. They want to change on working harder, saving money. They want the new things, but are you willing to put the effort in to make the deal work? Are you thinking about how you're doing it? What are you cutting out in order to drive that new car? Are you going to have to take something out of your lifestyle? Are you going to have to quit doing something? You know, we've got to fit our budget. Just now, car dealers and advertisements, oh, I bought a car that fit my budget. Liar, liar, pants on fire. They, that's the biggest lie in the, in the commercials that's going on on radio and TV today. Hey, let me tell you something. They could care less about your budget because they're going to stretch it past your budget. Hey, God bless you, San Antonio. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. Forgive everybody. Hey, get rid of that garbage. Get rid of that past. Live in the future. We've got to go in the future. And if you're lame in the past, thinking about the past, you're not going to rise up in the future. I want you to rise up and be the best person you can be. God bless you, San Antonio. I love you, San Antonio. Be the best you can be. Reach out, help, love everybody. Because I'm going to tell you something. Life is short and quick. And God bless you. Jesus loves you and I love you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.